Let's get stuck into some Sydney form. And Ron, as I welcome you back into the coverage here, just um, a text there. Who was Danny bullish about just then? Um, I suppose we talk about, I mean, Shelby 66. Yes, he was bullish about, but I mean, was it atmospheric rock with the highway horses? No, I got got the feeling it was preemptory today. Sure, okay. Hopefully. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that answers that text. And, yeah, you Shelby 66 fans out there, if you miss Danny, he's, uh, he's happy enough with the horse, but we'll get to that. Um... Are you going somewhere? Sorry? Are you going, are you going somewhere? Apparently oh, so. Apparently oh, so. Well, There's all, yeah. There are all these, all these well wishes coming from somewhere, Ronnie. I'm, I'm so, uh, I thought I was here to put people back to sleep on a Saturday morning, Ronnie. Well, who, who's, I suppose we find out who's hosting the show next Saturday morning when we're about 7 o'clock or 6.30 maybe. Well, mate, when you find out, you can tell me, Ronnie. I wouldn't oh, have well, a clue. No one will ring me. <laughs> well, they're not going to ring you. They won't ring me, that's for sure and certain. But, uh, yeah, move, uh, moving on to, um, yeah, t- I don't know. Yeah, time feels right and uh, opportunities bobbed up. No, so, no, well go, done. Going to go with it. So, we'll see. Uh, we will see what happens, Ronnie. But, uh be good fun doing the show. Like I say, it's sort of get to come in here and talk about horses and get paid for it. And um, no, never, never take that for granted. Uh, that is for sure. So anyway, we we see what uh, we see what comes next. Brad Gray's done the form for Rose Hill Gardens, and he's on the line with us. G'day, Brad. Yeah, good morning, guys. Full steam ahead with this autumn carnival, isn't it? What an intriguing and deep meeting we're in for today. So a lot to play out. Uh, so tops of thirty-five degrees. So it's going to be an important day to to just monitor these horses in the yard and see how they handle it. A lot of them, of course, being first up, but we get to see the favourite for the Randwick Guineas again, of course. Aft cabin, where does the Kiwi fit in? Uh, the favourite for the Oaks resumes, Pervitra. Will the $11 still be there for King's Gambit uh, for the Golden Slipper after today? King Frankel, Sydney Cup, Maria Mayer flying. Does she get a crack at a Group 1 if she wins again today? So obviously we'll have those answers post 6 o'clock today, but I guess it's our job to try and forecast the future to some extent. Okay, it's uh, our next man's job to... Offer us the best prices around the place with the tab, of course, and that is Glenn Munsey. Hello, Muns. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to Ronnie. Good morning to Brad and all the listeners. Yes, it's going to be a touch warm out there. I can tell you what, in our broadcast area, those televisions will be really cool with that air conditioning blowing on the back of them. Let's hope that cool air <laughs> circulates around to uh, keep Ronnie and I comfortable. Okay, let's uh, let's dive in, shall we? Ten races to have a good look at here. And uh, we get going with uh, race one, 20 minutes past 12 for... The Tab Highway starts today, Munns, and it'll be uh, Class 3 this week, the first race over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, now you, you asked me to uh, go through the penetrometer readings, uh, Richard, but they've poured some water into this track when you consider they have had rain. So we've got a peno of 5.2. It didn't improve markedly since yesterday when it was 5.23. The last meeting here on the 28th of January was a 5.28 peno, went up a soft 5, finished a 4. But on the 14th of January, it went up 5.2, which is the same as today. Day stayed a good four all day, and that was coming off 50 mils of rain for the past seven days and 17 mils of irrigation. Uh, we've had 18 mils the last seven days of rain and 17 mils of irrigation as well. So um, I, I, I did hear um, the boys earlier said we potential to get to a three, but um, yeah, just that that water they've put into it the last couple of days. Um, it's going to it's going to be a bit of juice in this track the first couple of races, I reckon. Anyway, so let's look at the first which is the highway and we start with a scratching in secretively two cents to win and one cent to place there super extreme is our four dollar sixty equal favorite sizzle manizzle at eight dollars preemptory is a nine dollar fifty chance avocateur no, barrier blanket go 
goes on today, a visor goes on and the blinkers come off, backing up after the... Uh, uh, Mid-North Coast Country Championship race last Sunday is a $12 chance. Stratum Pride, Nashua Willer, a half over at this stage at $11. Roussos out, no deduction. Rustley Crown out, three cents a win and three cents a place. Duty is an $81 chance. Rhythm Broat, uh is out. Reginald Racing, uh, Martin, James and Andrew there. They won't be turning up. Uh, I think it's in at the Sapphire Coast. Uh, it's out, two cents a win and nothing the place for it. Silver Canvas out, no deduction. Atmospheric Rock, $4.60 and equal favourite at that price. Bon Frankie, 26 Indicative, a $9.50 chance. Syrian Star, Bucko comes to town on a Saturday, doesn't do it often, at $7. Lady Tabloid out, two cents a win and one cent the place. I think it's into the Sapphire Coast as well. Blood River, 23 and Brazen Impact, a little bit of money for this this morning, uh, a $21 chance. Uh, most popular runner here by just on $1,000 is Super Extreme over Atmospheric Rock. A fair gap then to the third pick, which is Syrian Star. Fourth pick is Avocator, and fifth pick is Preemptory. And easily the best supported runner so far today is Super Extreme. All right, so we've got six scratchings, three of them on speed horses. So all of a sudden, what looked to be a fast run race, maybe not so much now. Indicative goes forward. You've got Blood River punching up from a prominent draw and Sizzle Manizzle. Outside of that, there's a few of these key chances that are backmarker stuff. Yeah, agree. Uh, in saying that, um, I, I'm tipping a horse that's drawn wide that goes probably midfield here, and that's uh, preemptory. I think he was five weeks between runs last time. We all saw what happened. I think he had a lot to offer. 1,400 with a claim today, and I think 950 is acceptable. Um, I just you, you're gambling on getting getting any luck. She's very hard to beat here, and probably good odds. Syrian star uh, looks a lovely setup. Two runs in town, uh, running well, and on the limit. Third up gets to fourteen hundred. Looks absolutely a perfect setup for her, and she's a big danger. No knock on Super Extreme. He is airborne at the moment in this grade, and probably that weight increases offset with that claim. And sure to be in the finish again. And I'll throw in five of Ocator. On face value, you think, oh, just a, just a run last week. But that track last week, just uh, you had to be pretty well up and in. And it, it didn't just didn't work for a horse like him. Four, 15, 2 and 5. 15, 4, 2 and 14 for me. I'm with Syrian Star here. I echo that thought, Duff, in that it's just a lovely setup uh, for this horse. So third up, 1,400 metres, eight-day turnaround. Uh, ran in Benchmark Company there last start. She did a really good job. First up, Highway Company. She should have had just about one, uh, despite 1,100 metres being on the sharp side. So no excuses today. And with this lack of speed in the race now, I think she can take up a, a much more prominent position and shouldn't be left with any excuses. Four, preemptory. I was also hot on his chances there first up. It was a hard one to watch, uh, but at least he gets clear galloping room today. It's just a matter of how big of a head start he's forced to give away. But I love him out to 1,400 metres. Been waiting for him to get out to this trip for some time. Two, super extreme. He's hard to knock. Uh, he's just so consistent at this level, or he has been his past three. Uh, his past three highway runs. A couple of wins and a very narrow second. And 14, indicative, the stalemate of super extreme. He's done very little wrong. He'll go forward. Yeah, he's seven weeks between runs, but we'll just back uh, Cameron Crockett in in terms of having him fit enough to, to run a race from out in front. 15, 4, 2 and 14. 
Okay, Darren Flindell, of course, calls all the action at Rose Hill Gardens today. Darren will be with us after 10 o'clock for Behind the Gates, and he'll have his opinion and thoughts on these races today. Two, Super Extreme to beat four, Preemptory, 12, Atmospheric Rock, and 14, Indicative. So Darren's numbers in race one are two, four, 12 and 14. We've got a race two at the Gardens this afternoon. Monday, it's our midway and a benchmark 72 over the 1500 metres the race will be. Yeah, and a wide betting race here, as is uh, de rigueur for a midway. We've got Cheerful Legend at $5.50. True Crime, our favourite at $4. Kibosh at $7.50. Daniloquin at $41. Cuban Grand Chico is a $13 pop. New Republic at $9.50. Owen County's not there. Four cents a win and five cents a place. Miracle Spin with a barrier blanket on. It's a $7.50 chance. Louvois at $21. Oh, golly gosh, at $23. Patrika Mist is out. Two cents a win and nothing to place. It's in at Gosford. Catapult out. No deduction. We've got State of America. Now, Amy McLucas only claims one kilo here, and the nearside bubble chica comes off. It's an $18 chance. Brinner is out. No deduction. Carolina Fire at $15. Butch and Bugs is a $61 chance. Whiskey Wisdom at $15. The Fossil is at 51 and Weekend Affair not there, no deduction. Uh, most popular runner here is True Crime, but only a breath, and it's three ninety out to $4 this morning. So it was three ninety Wednesday, $4 on yesterday, uh, three ninety earlier this morning, back to 4 and most popular runner this morning, and tw- uh, a quarter of what's been invested on it on total has come this morning. Second pick is one at odds here, Whiskey Wisdom, as much as 21 has been 14, back to 15 this morning. Third pick would be the Toppy and Cheerful Legend, uh, it's been 6 into 5.50 this morning, and fourth pick would be Miracle Spin. Dylan Gibbons coming off a big night last night at Canterbury, $8 into $7.50 so far this morning. Speed looks genuine here, uh, at least in the early stages as they find a spot. So Carolina Fire, I imagine, is ridden positively from the wide gate to cross. Uh, that probably leaves True Crime to take a trail. Kabosh won't be far away, now she's out to the 1,500 metres, and the big boy, Cuban Grand Chico, can punch up from barrier one. Yeah, tough race. I really struggle with these midways. They, they put your head into a spin. I'm, I'm Kai Bosch, I think, is ready now. I think he is a horse that uh, he's off a long break. He's had his couple of runs back from a spill. And uh, I think with any luck, um, getting to 1,500 metres now, where he's one up to a mile, um, he gets a chance to put in a peak performance. Uh, dangers. Um, if that little trim up continues for Miracle Spin comes jump time, I could easily uh, entertain him. He's, he's done a good little job in, in his short career to date. And if uh, he's ready after two trials, he, he certainly bears a lot of respect here with upside. Carolina Fire did a good job. I thought she went out very hard and she survived of uh, um, the on paces there the other day. So with any luck, She's got a chance in true crime. All he's got to do is uh, finish off at the end of 1,500 metres here, which is a little question mark, but he's so genuine. 3, 8, 15 and 2. I've gone 6, 2, 1 and 15. I'm going to throw a different number into the mix here. New Republic. Now, I know he's got his obvious convictions, but I think this is a, a likeable setup for him. Third up, 1,500 metres, good speed on, draws a gate, which hopefully can see him 
park up somewhere uh, midfield. I, I know he's not the quickest in a stride, and that was brought about his undoing there last time out, but he just found the 1,200 metres a touch too sharp. So it's not going to be an easy watch, but at $10 uh, in an open race, I'm happy to lean his way to true crime. Tend to agree. Will he get the 1,500 metres? Well, I think he gets the right setup to do it. Uh, so fourth up, he should just trail the speed here. He's genuine horse. He's a tough horse, and he'll make his own luck. One cheerful legend. He's got the opposite problem. He's going to be right out the back. He savaged the line there last time out. He's also on trial over a little bit further here, but he does give the impression that he will get it. The problem is he's going to be giving away a big head start, and 15, Carolina Fire will be up the front, making her own luck, daring her rivals to run her down. So it feels like I've had a... All bases covered there, some up the front and some up the back. So 6 2 one, 15. Well, race two, the midway this afternoon. Darren Flindell is with one cheerful legend to beat eight miracle spin, two true crime, and 13 state of America. One, eight, two, and 13 for Darren. In race number two, working our way through Rosehill Gardens here. Race three, Munns, is the ACY Securities Handicap. This is a pretty handy benchmark 78 over the 1,100 metres. Yeah, and we start with a scratching in Coeur Royale. Three cents a win and two cents a place to deduction there. Hypothetical is a $12 chance. The Poacher at 16. Diamond Dealer not there. Three cents a win and two cents a place. Duchy of Savoy at $17. Economics is our favourite at $2.60. Stella Magic out no deduction. Rubitar out no deduction. Party for one at $17. Billion Dollar Baby at 51 Insurrection at $3.50. Renosu is an $11 chance. Brudenell out, ran last night. Three cents a win and two cents a place. Noble Conqueror out, one cent the win, nothing the place. Pa- uh, Parasol is a $5.50 chance. Field Weary out, no deduction. And Cote out, uh, was in the field when... What was the first scratching here? Or one of those, Rubitar or one of those. Uh, seven cents a win and eight cents the place of deduction there for Cote. My most popular runner here is Insurrection, but only a breath in front of Economics, and they are 60% of the money on the race and more than double the investment on the third horse, which is Paracel. Uh, and fourth pick, not too far away from Paracel, is Poacher. Most popular runner this morning is Economics in front of Paracel, and they meet again after they did at Musselbrook, Insurrection and Economics. Yeah, eight scratchings, but it's still a cracker. This benchmark 78 isn't onwards and upwards for a lot of these horses as they potentially march through the grades, but they won't muck around in the early stages. Insurrection, he won with sustained speed there. First up, hypothetical. She'll charge across from the gate. Economics has got speed. Paracel was an all-the-way winner there first up, although I think they'd be quite happy to take a trail here in Renosu punching up from a draw on the inside. So I don't know how to interpret this stuff, whether that maybe sets it up for a back marker or Rose Hill 1100 metres. Sometimes the ladies can just, can just keep on running. It is a, it's, it's a head-scratcher, isn't it, this race? It's a good race, and there's value in it. I think maybe the horse that gets the uh, most economical run might be get the advantage here because there's some promising horses here. Um, and I think that might be economics. I know he's he's drawn out a little bit, but with all that speed, if he can prop up in the middle of them there and have last look at them. And I agree with Glenn. I reckon there's a bit of juice in this track. I don't. I'm not saying that you know it's going to be a rock hard you know good three where you, you can't make an ounce of ground, especially in the first half of the day anyway. So. Look, I'll go with him. I think he's short enough in a very competitive field, um, and he needs luck. Um, I think Barisal is the danger. Uh, she ran sizzling time, winning. I know it's only a maiden, midweek maiden to set a, a hot, a very hot 78 Saturday. It's not usually the 
um, the theory, but I think she's a, a, a three-year-old filly with a with an upside, big upside star next to herself. Uh, Eleven insurrection is similar. He was just brilliant when he at least it was a seventy-two he won, um, and they backed him as if unbeatable there, and they got it completely right. And I think she's a really good mare. This hypothetical. I uh, wish he would have drawn a barrier. Her, her jump out was very, very good against a Group 1 mare. And if she had a barrier, she wouldn't be $12. Um, yeah, I, I, and that's leaving out a couple that are just silly odds. 6, 15, 11, 2. I can't wait to have a look at this race. Yeah, 15, 6, 3 and 11 for me. I've gone with Paracel. It isn't easy, easy to make that leap forward from a midweek maiden into what is a pretty deep benchmark 78. But if she's ever going to beat... A horse of economics quality, I think it is with the setup today. The run under the belt, 50 kilos on her back, and she maps to get the run of the race. Six, economics, well, he put the writing on the wall there. Last preparation, particularly first up, uh, that he is a serious three-year-old winning the Heritage Stakes and doing it in good style. Everything just went amiss or a little bit awry thereafter, so he missed a key lead up to the Coolmore. Still wasn't beaten all that far. Uh, three and a half lengths behind in secret. That bodes well for his chances here. Three, the poacher. I think he's a good knockout chance. Uh, he's got a fantastic record. Unassuming type of horse to date. He's won four of his seven. I just love the way he's trialled this time back. That says to me that he can go to another level again. And 11, insurrection. Catch me if you can. 15, 6, 3 and 11. Okay, emerging types here. Uh, Darren Flindell for race three. And Darren is with... Number three, the poacher to be 15 Paracel, six economics and two hypothetical. Three, third, uh, 15, six and two, three, 15, six, two, Darren in race three. We get to our stakes races. Race four is the Fujitsu General Silver Slipper Stakes, group two set weights, two-year-olds over the 1,100 metres here, months. Yeah, we start with a scratching in Carnaby and no deduction for it. Uh, Cylinder, now Cylinder is coming back after having surgery on a jaw fracture that it, uh, hit, it, it hit, hit the barriers before the start of its last start in uh, at Caulfield back in November. And it is a $4.20 chance here. Uh, their favourite is King's Gambit. It is at $2.30. We've got Nazorian, out no deduction, runs in Brisbane. Fire Lane is an $11 chance. Madeira Sunrise at $9.50 was a late entry into this race here. Mumbai Muse at $8.50 and Platinum Jubilee is at $4.60. Well, dominating here, uh, the two picks, King's Gambit and Cylinder. King's Gambit with roughly 50% more on it than Cylinder. King's Gambit, as much as 350 in the all-in, uh, 3.30 in the final field, uh, now into $2.30. Cylinder was $4 uh, all-in, $5 final field, has been as short as $3.70 and back to $4.20. Uh, most popular runner this morning, easily King's Gambit, and they are a long way ahead of Platinum Jubilee, who was as short as $3.50, equal favourite with King's Gambit in the all-in market, went up 3.80 on Wednesday and has drifted every single day. An interesting battle of tactics here. Small fields. So I've got Fire Lane leading. Uh, that leaves Platinum Jubilee to come and sit outside. If they want to go straight to the front, maybe Fire Lane's forced to hand up. I think she's a little bit too quick, having drawn inside of Platinum Jubilee. Cylinder punches up, holds a spot from Barry One. And King's Gambit will be hoping that he can just find that one-out, one-back position. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give him another chance. He was beaten by a good colt there first up in red resistance. King's Gambit's uh, uh, disappointed pointing on a, a price factor of $1.28, but uh, he can bounce back here. 
I've got him on top of. I think Mint by Muse is a nice, nice filly, and I think she'll run on uh, into a place here. Cylinder, yeah, big query. You could easily say he could have won both of the, his starts at Newcastle and uh, obviously Caulfield, where he had that injury at the barrier. And I'll throw in um, Platinum Jubilee. She's a good filly. Um, probably might be a better chaser, but I suppose she strides forward outside fire lane and gives herself every opportunity. Uh, interesting race. Um, I see stablemates in Melbourne. He might be good odds in that. Uh, Don, I, I think the Don was spotted at Flemington Track Work, Don Corleone, so he might be good odds in that Blue Diamond if you want to spec away. Three, seven, two and eight uh, in a interesting race. Yep, I think he's already in Melbourne. I think you're right, Don Corleone. So uh, all system go there towards the, the Blue Diamond. But three, two, five and eight for me. King's Gambit on top as well. Yeah, he was disappointing when you look through the lens of him being... A dollar twenty-eight, but at the end of the day, I think he bumped into a, a pretty handy horse in his own right there in Red Resistance. So I don't think he has to improve a, a lot in terms of giving this a shake. And you'd think he's only got natural improvement to come, given how we know Peter and Paul Snowden prepare their two-year-olds. Two cylinder. Does he jump out of the ground here? Everything points to that uh, potentially occurring. He's still a maiden, but a luckless maiden. Uh, he probably should have won there on debut, undone by the barrier, and then at Caulfield, he just pocketed at the wrong time. Now the winner of that race. Little Bros has come out and franked that form by running second to Barber last weekend. Fire, fire lane, catch me if you can, if they leave her out in front and just ignore the fact that she does look to get a degree of control. Uh, maybe she gives some cheek here and eight platinum jubilee. Hard to knock her case, uh, given she's already a Jim Crack winner. She ran second in a Magic Millions Classic. Three, two, five and eight. I find it interesting with the Madeira Sunrise, like they said it was a late entry. It wasn't a late entry, it was an invitation. Uh, because I, when I got the weight, she wasn't weighted. So we're inviting horses into races now. Mm. Okay. Whatever. Should have added, should have put that to James Ross earlier, but I'll put him at the races today. Well, if they want to do it, you've got to change the rules of racing. It's as simple yeah, as that. Well, they have done it before. Yeah, they've been, um, they've been done before. To, that's to make sure that the race doesn't fall over. So but, what, ring, uh, ring around the stables or tech certain yeah, trainers? Well, they, they, well, so why do we nominate? Did, yeah, they did it for a race uh, at Gosford today as well. They rang around. There was only five or something in it, and they rang a few trainers and uh, a few trainers. Um, Did dual, they pay their acceptance nom- fee? Yeah. And Don Corleone's an $11 chance for the Blue Diamond at the moment. Okay. Well, just a few punters out there. Let's go into race. And there's been $72 invested on it so far uh, <laughs> since we talked about it being a track work in Melbourne. Okay. Race five. Benchmark 78. 1,400 metres, the key clean handicap here. Munns, race five on the day. Yeah, uh, I'll get back to race five after the Blue Diamond here and tell you that Super Pursuit is our toppy here and it is a $5 chance and that makes it equal favourite. $5 the field here at the moment. $5 for Super Pursuit. St. Bethan's is out. Five cents a win and six cents a place of the deduction there. Wellinga Ruffio is $5. Makes it equal favourite as well. So Risque out. Three cents a win and two cents a place. Four Valor out. One last night. Seven cents a win and seven cents the place of the deduction there. Navajo Peak is an $18 chance. We've got Al Mahaha with the Winkers on at $81. Grassilli Styler out, five cents a win and six cents a place. I see you, baby. Uh, now, Benoit de la Sayette will only claim one kilo here at 56 kilos, $26. Starberetta is a $9.50 chance. Hollywood North at $19. Kokoro at $5.50. Taj Need is a $6 chance. Lindemann at this stage, Nash a half over at $9.50. Fear Nought is 
is a $17 chance. Bluff and Bluster out. One set the winner. Nothing to place. Pierre Rosa uh, with a tongue tie on at $21. Most popular runner here is Super Pursuit. As much as 17. Uh, was 17 into 650 on Wednesday into Thursday. It was as short as $4.80 this morning and now just pushed to $5. It has four times the amount of money on its nearest rival, which is actually Lindemann. Uh, third pick would be Kokoro, and fourth pick would be the bottom one, actually, Pierozza. Yeah, well, this is a race devoid of speed, isn't it? We lost for Valor, who won last night at Canterbury. That leaves Willinga Rufio in front. He's not necessarily a 1,400-metre horse, but he'll be allowed to do his thing here. I think Lindemann takes advantage of a lack of speed and getting out to 1,400 metres to keep him company. Al Mahaha can be prominent from that low gate, and even Navajo Peak. Uh, I know we could get it to 2,000 metres at the back end of last campaign, but given the, the lack of tempo here, maybe he lobs into a lovely spot, Duff. Uh, a race that's open for interpretation as far as where these few backmarkers might end up. Yeah, very much so. And um, that map we're looking at, you can take four Valor out of that because he's come out after running last night, so that just takes plenty of sting out of the race. Look, I'm sending good money after bad with Super Pursuit, but uh, he's flying in the right races at the moment. Um, I don't think he can win this race being ridden the way he has been um, at every run this preparation. Um, surely, if he jumps cleanly, he has to be midfield or better um, and to give himself some opportunity. Um, but he's going well enough to win. Kokoro, I thought, was quite dominant, uh, winning on the Kensington track first up with upside to come. And then the stable makes fear naught. She's ready to win the right race. I don't know whether this is it, but I don't want to miss her on the way through. And Lindemann looks a nice horse. And he did enough first up to suggest that he can improve second up. One twelve, fifteen, and 14. I didn't know what to think about Willinga Rufio, but uh, his, his chances are a lot better this morning as, than what they were um, on Wednesday. Yeah, I've elevated him into the numbers. He's fourth pick for me now. I've gone 1, 13, 14 and 3. So one super pursuit. I'm also with him here. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a nervy watch in terms of where he finds himself in the first couple of hundred metres. But if he can take up a more prominent spot and finish like he has been finishing, uh, he's going to be hard to hold out here. There's fantastic depth to his form lines all the way through this time in. I am me, Maria Mia, think about it. So shouldn't have too many excuses here, other than, of course, the, the lack of speed on paper. Three, 13 Taj need. What do we do with her? I don't really know. So she's the X factor in the race. She's a, a lightly raced filly. Uh, she was fast-tracked through the 1,000 guineas last campaign at just her third career start. Didn't handle the heavy 10. Forget that. I like the way that she's trialled this time in. Bit of a sticky gate to overcome, but... She's got upside 14, Lindemann. Uh, he goes forward. He's hard enough to beat now with this setup. Uh, he just found the 1,200 metres a touch too sharp there. First up, Nashville Willis sticks. Uh, he can settle handy. And at the odds, I think he's the one that's probably going to trim up a little bit from his current quote. And three, Willinga Rufio. He does get control, and that's him hard enough to beat. 113, 14-3. Okay, race five for, uh, for Darren Flindell. And uh, Darren is happy to be with... Uh, number one, Super Pursuit. One on top to be 10, Starbaretta, 13, Tajneed, and 14, Lindemann. 1, 10, 13, 14 for Darren in race number five at Rose Hill today. We've got a race number six on the program here. First of the group twos will be the Rose Hill Bowling Club, Millie Fox Stakes, set weights plus penalties. Phillies and Mares, group two at the 1,300 metres.
Erin Electric Girl here is an $8 chance. Maria Mia looking for three wins in a row. Odds on, $1.90. Expat at $8. Honey Creeper at 21 Cliffs Art at 41 Roots is an $8 chance. Catalan Kata- uh, uh, at $7.50. Grand Ramore is a $51 chance. Sonora out, four cents a win and three cents a place. And Pavitra is an $11 chance. One of the better back runners on the card here in the shape of Maria Mia. Uh, 280 in the all in market, 260 final field. Uh, was uh, $2 yesterday, 190 this morning, and stayed there 190 when Sonora came out. Yeah, well, is it as straightforward as expat coming across Maria Mia sitting outside and Pavitra taking a trail with Electric Girl? Maybe. It just depends on how aggressive they want to be with Pavitra from the inside gate. 1,300 metres, will be she, she be sharp enough? You look at her trial and you say maybe she will, so she holds the key here as far as this map goes, Duff. Yeah, agree. Um, I think Electric Girl just posies up nicely here. I, I think she, she's a really good value bet here. I, think, I don't think she can miss the place. Um, look, she's had a best on dry tracks. Uh, she's running all the quality races. I know she hasn't won them, but um, you know when you think you know she's run placings in Group Twos and and listed races all the way through last or a couple of times last preparation. I'd like to jump out in Melbourne. Recently was quite solid, so she's. I think she's here, ready to go, and I'll lean her way on a price factor only to beat the very much in form Maria Mia. She's flying. I had it down as a wet tracker there for a while, but that's definitely not right. Um, and Joe's just got her in the zone, hard to beat. They don't trial that well and not run well uh, with Pavitra. She's had three trials. Um, whether those three tra- trials have taken the 1,300 sting out of her, I don't know, but there's no indication of that in that recent trial. And Roots is unbeaten first up and sure to run on. one two ten six. Two ten one seven for me, Maria Mia on top. Uh, so yeah, odds on we're inclined to take now. But on the strength of her winning the expressway, that's probably fair enough to be honest. If she does find herself outside the lead, and all she has to do is hold her form, uh, and she'll win again. Ten Pavitra, she's the tricky one to line up. Her trials have been there for everybody to see. It suggests that she's come back better again. Now she did get out to twenty five hundred metres, of course, in the VRC Oaks last campaign. So thirteen hundred metres does look on the sharp side. But you've got to trust your eye as far as. How well she's trolled. One electric girl. She's very hard to knock. The market often underestimates her, but she never runs poorly and she gets a lovely setup here. And the same can be said for Catalan as far as the setup goes. If you were to tailor a race that was going to suit her, you'd have a first up, dry track, reasonable tempo, and she gets all of those things here. So she'll run up to her best. Two, ten, one, and seven. Darren Flindell's numbers for the Millie Fox race six on the program today. And Darren's with uh, ten Pavitra to beat two Maria Mia, one Electric Girl, and five Cliffs Art. So 10 on top at uh, the nice odds for Darren in the Millie Fox. We need to cover the Parramatta Cup, race seven, and a listed race here, Munns, over the 1,900 metres. How's our market looking for the, for the Parramatta Cup? Yeah, well, welcome back to the races. The uh, Salino here, the 2021 Sydney Cup winner, hasn't raced for 15 months, and he's back. He was at uh, the races last week, and he's a $71 chance today. Sacramento is at $10. We've got uh, Bonnie Ezra as a $9 chance. Youth Spirit at $15. Banju, a step up in distance for him today at $4.60. Parry Sounder, 21 Raging Bullet, 13 Mohican Heights 
is a $10 chance in a twinkling. Now, Dylan Gibbons will ride at 53 kilos today. Uh, blinkers off and the tongue tie offer in a twinkling resuming at $19. King Frankel resuming $2.30 makes it favourite. Irish legend out, 17 cents a win and 14 cents a place. And Aravine out, 2 cents a win and 1 cent the place. Now, with the Irish legend not there, uh, it is King Frankel and Daylight. And, in fact, a third of the investment on King Frankel has come this morning, and he's $2.70 into $2.30 this morning post the scratchings. Uh, second pick a very, very, very long way away from him is Sacramento now, and then Banju. Yeah, the punters are up and about this morning, obviously realising that with that scratching coming out, uh, he gets all favours now, King Frankel. So does he go forward control? I would have thought so. Sacramento, there will be some intent. Whether he's fast enough, 1,900 metres second up, drawn barrier two, I guess, remains to be seen. And Banjo on trial, 1,900 metres. I know he has led in the past, but I imagine, uh, given he's having his first crack at the trip, they wouldn't mind finding a little bit of cover here, Duff. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty thin quaddie today. Um, he'd have to be one out here. Jeez, I think if you got the 270 after that scratching, uh, yeah, that's a luxury, I feel. There's a chance he might run odds on here. Um, yeah, can't go away from him. Looks uh, looks a good thing now. Ten on top, not knocking five. A new pain barrier for him now, 1,900, but the right time to try, Banju. And then where do we go? We go searching. Um, Bonnie Ezra back in distance. At least he's got talent. And I'll throw in Raging Bull, who probably wants further, but um, he's fit and well third up. Ten clearly on top from five, then out to three and seven. Yeah, ten five seven two for me is on top as well. King Frankel, uh, he's got the Sydney Cup aspirations, but as Mark Newnham uh, said to you guys this morning, he is a stay with a turn of foot. We saw that last campaign, like the way that he's trolled, and there's every chance that he can go to another level again this time back. Banjo, he's, he's a hard horse to knock. He's won three on the bounce. Will he get the journey? I would have thought so. Uh, he's a pretty genuine type of, of galloper. He'll take up a position again, and, again and, and give it everything he's got. Seven Raging Bull is disadvantaged uh, with that scratching, with Irish Legend coming out, because he, he generally likes to get back and, and flood home at the finish. But I thought there was good merit to his effort there last uh, in a listed race behind Chalkstream, where he was jumping 14 to, to 2,400 metres. And Sacramento, uh, this is the right kind of setup for him now. Just takes that sting out of the race with the scratching. He can punch up, at least be prominent, and he'll be uh, slugging away there at the finish. Albeit, he's probably looking for a little bit further again. 10, 5, 7 and 2. Paramount Cup and the numbers here for Darren Flindell. Race 7 on the program and Darren is with 10 King Frankel to beat 4 Youth Spirit, 5 Banjo and 2 Sacramento. 10-4, 5 and 2 for Darren in race 7. Race 8 is the Group 2 Petaluma Hobartville Stakes. Good group of 3-year-olds here, man. Set weights, 1,400 metres. Yeah, we start with the scratching. The Derby winner, Manzois, not there. One cent the win and nothing the place for it. Uh, Pia, the Kiwi runner, at $11. Aft Cabin is an, our favourite at $1.50. I think you'll find it got into as short as one forty-five yesterday. Um, yeah, one forty-five yesterday. Now one fifty. dollars uh, Osipenko is a $7 chance. Zoo Tiger at $7.50. Matcha Latte at $23. Promito back as a gelding today. And Christian Reith uh, is back. He's been back a couple of weeks now and uh, he comes to town. So welcome back to you in town, Christian. And it is an $81 chance. We've got Williamsburg 
at $41. Communist with the winkers on at $18. Brosnan is a $34 chance. Lindemann outruns earlier, no deduction. Magic, uh, back as a gelding and with a tongue tie on at $51. And Pavitra outruns earlier, four cents a win and five cents the place. Well, as I said, he got into as short as 145 yesterday, half cabin. The best he's been all week is 175. That was the all in, 170 Wednesday. Basically firmed every day. 175, 70, 65, 55, 50. Um, second pick is actually, well, is $26 between Osipenko and Zoo Tiger and the Kiwi right behind them here. Yeah, I can't find too many variances here to map A, and that just looks Zoo Tiger leading, half cabin outside the lead, communist in behind, and, and the Kiwi peer. Outside of that, there's a lot of horses that like to find their feet, so dare I suggest it looks pretty straightforward here for the dollar fifty favourite Duff, just settling outside the lead and getting his chance from there. Yeah, it looks that way, doesn't it? And he, he probably has to be a top pick after cabin. He's uh, just with the dominance of that win last time. He's proven at 1,400, winning twice, obviously, and, uh, yeah, he's got an explosive turn of speed. Um, a big improver is Osipenko. We all saw what happened there um, at in the Eskimo Prince. From that inside draw, he missed it, and just nothing went right, <laughs> nothing at all. Um, I'm very wary of Pierre. Um He's a very good New Zealand three-year-old. Um, you know, he's proven, and... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how that form lines up and double figures might be worth a spec. And I'll throw in five Zoo Tiger. He's hard to knock. He's in really good shape and makes his own luck. Three, four, two, five. Yep, three, five, four, two for me. It's hard to justify anything turning the tables uh, from the Eskimo Prince there first up, hence why he finds himself a dollar fifty favourite. So he's got that tactical versatility out to 1,400 metres. Looks perfect, and everyone saw how explosive he was there first up. Five, Zoo Tiger, uh, he looks to find the front here, which gives him the chance to, to give some cheat. He has to turn the tables on half cabin, which probably seems unlikely, but he'll run well. The last time he did race over the 1,400 metres at Rose Hill, he ran a cracker in the Group 1 Golden Rose. Four, Osipenko, he is the big improver, hence why the market is inclined to keep him safe. Everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong first up, yet he's still stuck to his task quite well. This will top him off perfectly for the mile next time, of course, uh, but he'll run well. And two, Pierre does bring that different form reference. Uh, yeah, and it's certainly an intriguing form reference at that, the Kiwi. So three, five, four, and two. Hobartville, uh, Hobartville selections for Darren Flindell are as follows. And uh, Darren's with number three, Aft Cabin. To beat number two, Pierre, four, Osipenko, and five, Zoo Tiger. Three, two, four, and five for Darren in race number eight. Race nine on the day, third leg of the quaddy is the Shandon handicap here. It's a very good benchmark, 100 runs, and we're going over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, cross chalk resumes, and it's our favourite, a $2 chance. Superium with a tongue tie on at $21. The uh, second uh, start in Australia, the import, World Wall. Tongue tie on today at thirteen dollars. Character at nineteen. Lakeen at six fifty. Lure me in at thirty four dollars. Zarek is a seventeen dollar chance. Cuban Royale at eight. Roots is not there. Runs earlier. Eleven cents a win. Eleven cents a place. And Bull Finch is a six dollar chance. Uh, well, just under, um, just over. Sorry, just over half the investment on the race here on Cross Talk. Uh, well, as much as three dollars. That was with Roots in the race. Uh, then uh, best price has been since the roots came out is two dollars ten, and it's uh, clearly the top pick here. Cuban Royale is actually second pick, third pick is Well Wall, and then little between Lakeen and Bullfinch. All right, speed cross talk. Where do we go to thereafter? I don't know. Lakeen jumps on the back of cross talk. Maybe character 
can come across and sit outside the lead, but you're dreaming up a lot of ifs, buts, and, and maybes here. I don't really know how to map well wall. Of course, we only saw him once there uh, in the Golden Eagle. So, yeah, long story short, Crosstalk gets his chance up front. Yep. Uh, oh, geez, the multiplayers are frothing at the mouth this morning. Have a look at them. Maria and Mia, they can throw that in the multi. They can throw <laughs> King Frankel in the multi. They can throw... Oh, uh, aft cabin. Yeah, just throw him in for practice. Aft, aft cabin and crosstalk. What could go wrong, Glenn? What could go wrong? The tab would be oh, the, shaking. The best in one's there, Ronnie when they say, I'm throwing in the dollar and two chance for value. Yeah. <laughs> Just for a bit of cream, and that's the uh, one that gets rolled. Yeah, and you know, usually the cream goes off. We'll throw in the mm. last leg of the mouldy, the tennis. You know, the tennis, there's something there at a dollar. Yeah, Rafa on the dial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I think he's a safe option here. I, I do think he'll win. Uh, Cross talk, one on top. I think character's really good odds here. I reckon he's. He could sprint really good fresh here at 1,400. Uh, Wellwall, I'm, I'm nervous about, but I, I don't, he's not trained to win this race, but his ability will take him a long way. And Lakeem, well, he's a chance of ambushing, which he likes to do, but he's a tough nut to get past. One, uh, Crosstalk's a tough nut to get past. One, four, three, five. Yeah, one, five, three, ten, one, Crosstalk. Uh, looks his race to lose, doesn't it? Black odds look, look good odds. He's the best horse in the race. He flies fresh. He maps to get complete control. So I guess if you're playing devil's advocate for a moment, it is the fact that he's yet to win on a good track. A little bit inconclusive, though. He's only had a, a two cracks on good services, and he hasn't really run poorly. So, yeah, hopefully he ticks that box off today. Five, Lakeen jumps straight on the back of Crosstalk in the run. He boasts a pretty handy fresh record himself. First up, last preparation, he was just beaten by the barrier. And there wasn't a lot between Lakeen and Crosstalk when they did meet in the Bill Ritchie last preparation. Three, Wellwall. He's in there just on pure spec because we don't really know how good he is just yet. bit inconclusive there. In the Golden Eagle, one quiet trial. The market might be our best guide. And 10, Bullfinch. Does have to cope with a drop back from the mile to 1,400 metres, but some good depth to his form line. And he does get four weeks between runs to freshen up. One, five, three, and 10. Okay, Darren's numbers for race nine at Rosehill Gardens this afternoon. The Shandon Handicap. And Darren's with number five, Lakeen. Uh, Brody highlighting him as a trial horse as well earlier. Five, Lakeen to beat one cross talk. 10, Bullfinch. And four, character. 5-1-10-4 for Darren in race number nine. Race 10, last of the day, is the clean-away handicap. Gee, a little race to finish off here. Munns, a benchmark, 94, 1,100 metres. Yeah, and Shelby, 66. And uh, Danny, give it a good rap this morning. It's a $41 chance. We've got Andermatt at $5. Flying Crazy at $26. Handle the Truth at $23. Kiss Sum at 12 Midwest, our favourite, $2.30. Easy single out, $0.06 cents a win and $0.06 cents a place. Mautai, now the pre-race blinkers come off, but they were the, uh, the blinkers. They used to put the blinkers on him to go into the barriers. Well, the, the gear change today is he'll have blinkers on, so they'll be on all the time uh, for Mautai. It's a $14 chance. Forzanini at 21 Quick Tempo at 10 and Cote is a $5.50 chance. Uh, best supported runner here is Midwest, and even this morning, two sixty into $2.30 this morning. Uh, just under three times the amount of money on the second pick, which is Andermatt. Third pick is Handle the Truth, and then... As he is most of the times he runs. Shelby 66 next pick. Yeah, it looks pretty genuine, the speed here. So Midwest looks your likely leader crossing for Zanini, who takes the trail. Mautai has got speed, if they want to use it, of course. Penny goes into the gates and behaves himself. And Kote, uh, we know that he likes to roll along, and he led over 1,000 metres there first up. So, yeah, it shapes to be a genuinely run race. Oh, boy, oh, boy, he's short. We'll throw him in the multi. Um, 
he's very short here, uh, Midwest. Um, interesting, Sam said this morning, uh, it's the first time he's jumped at Rosehill last time. He's been, missed the start at his two previous runs at Cranbourne and, and Morfittville, I think it was. So um, I'm, I'm, I'd be a bit nervous about that if he missed the start here. And that, with those blinkers back on Mount, who knows what he can do? He might go a million mile an hour like the old days. Um, anyway, I've got Midwest on top just through his sheer consistency. Cote, he is dangerous. He, I think 1,000 is not his go. I think 1,100. Um, not sure if he gets across here and leads. I'm not sure, but he, he'll run better. Uh, and Matt might, might probably at his best on softer tracks, but 1,100 certainly suits him and with a better draw and a claim today. And kiss some. If they overdo it, he might just run on very strongly here. He's a good horse. 6, 11, 2 and 5. Yeah, you can make a case or a little case for most runners here to increasing little close. So I've gone away of 6, 4, 2 and 10. I've got him on top. I think he's a good starting point. Midwest, whether you want to chime in at $2.30 is another discussion. But he found the front over this track and trip five weeks ago. Went down narrowly there to Maria Mia. Spacewalk ran a luckless third. They've both come out and freaked that form. Uh, by winning again, uh, and there's every chance Maria Mayer is also the Millie Fox Stakes winner uh, come race 10 at Rose Hill. So good depth to his form line. He's honest. He makes his own luck, and he's hard enough to beat. Four, handle the truth. Is he the one that the market has missed? He's got knockout claims uh, in two of his past three first up runs. He's tackled 1,000 metres, and he ran well behind Nature Strip and Eduardo. So this is right in his keeping if he's up to his best. Just needs to keep in touch in the early stages. I love the way that he's trialled this time back. Two, Andermatt has been teasing without winning most recently. His last start fourth behind Remark was excellent. Ran very sharp closing splits, as we so often see for him. And the same can be said with Quick Tempo coming through that race. He didn't see daylight at any stage. Is he more of a 1,000 metre horse potentially? But if the leaders overdo it, he'll be the one that will have the last crack. Six, four, two, and 10. Good little race to finish off the day. Race 10 and Darren Flindell's numbers in the last are he is with number six, Midwest, his best on the program, to beat two and the mat, ten quick tempo and five kiss some. Six, two, ten and five for Darren in the last. Gee whiz, Ronnie, we're early. Minute and a half yes. early. What's, what's going on? I don't know. I've got to get up this M8. Get a ten o'clock preview. I've got to find yeah. out what these new speed cameras are. What a are good piece of road. <laughs> time, for, time to bring the flowers in, Richard, and the cake and everything <laughs> yeah. like that. The dancing girls and That's the streamers right. to come the down streamers from the roof. From the roof. Mm. I can't see any streamers just at the moment <laughs> as I look around. But um, yeah, anyway, it's. Uh, I think I think I'm pretty sure I heard Luke Marlowe's your man taking over uh, for certainly oh, well, next weekend good. and okay. um, for the for, for the foreseeable future I suppose he moves into the number two role behind Darren as far as calling goes as well but uh, yeah wish Luke all the best of luck in this role for however long he does do it. Yeah, we'll have to have a meeting during the week to just tell Luke what he can do. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be fine. Um, best crosstalk in race nine. Best value electric girl in race six. There's so many options with the shorties today. And uh, all the best, Richard. I'm seriously, uh, seriously, you, uh, you've done a great job on the show, but I'm, um, I'm sure you're going to do a great job at Tab Corp in the new job. You get your own office in George Street there, do you? Or I'm not sure, Ronnie. I'm going to a secretary or his own parking spot. Yeah, I don't his know. own driver. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'd have to go in there Monday, and, and I feel like the, the new kid I would at school. have thought you went through all these things before you signed on the dotted line. I, I, anyway. I've still got a pass that gets you in the building if you want one. <laughs> <laughs> they don't let you back in, do they, Glenn? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no the alarms go off. <laughs> That's right. No tours and no George Street for you, Glenn. Um, thank you, Ronnie. Very kind words. All the best. Me, me, means a lot, and uh, like I said, um, 
get to do this job. It's um, it's an honour. It's a lot of fun and work with you guys. It's 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 great. So um, yeah, thank you for your kind words, Ronnie. Just don't forget to put Mark Hunter's tips up on the Twitter so I can get them <laughs> oh, later. Oh, they are. A few people blew up about that last week, and anyway, <laughs> I'll make sure they go up pretty promptly, Ronnie. Thank you, Good Brad. Um, what are you like today, Brad? What are you keenest on? Uh, best bet the same as Duff, so give him strength today. Race 9, number 1, Crosstalk, and the best value and with the Godolphin filly with no weight on her back. Race 3, number 15, Paracel. But it has been a blast, Hainsey. All the best, my friend. Good on you, Brad. Thank you. Um, I'll, uh, I'll miss those Wednesdays at the track. That is for sure and certain. We have a lot of fun, Chantel and the three of us. It's, it's great, so thank you. Very much, uh, Brad. Uh, Munns, 9 o'clock's hit. See what the punters want to do now, I suppose. Yeah, and Timmy Clark's $1.35 for the Jockey's Challenge. I know uh, Ronnie and yourself were uh, wondering what price he'd be. James McDonald-type price today, one thirty-five. Jason Collett, Tyler Schiller, 9 a pair. Any other jockey, 15. Karen McAvoy, Zach Lloyd, 18 a pair. Nash Willard, 21. And Brenton Abdullah, 26. All the best, Richard. You'll enjoy uh, a new role there for Tabcorp. Uh, you'll have some fun uh, mixing with... Uh, uh, some uh, customers of Tab, and uh, I spent a fair amount of my week with you. So um, it'll be a little bit strange for me anyway uh, to be breaking in a new man anyway. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, this weird feeling at the moment. I, I love doing this. Don't get us wrong. But, yeah, time's come to uh, to uh, look at something a little different. Not not massively different, but, yeah, looking looking forward to the challenge. And uh, thank you for being – all you guys have been yeah, great colleagues. It's been a lot of fun, and not just colleagues, but – uh, lifelong friends, I would tip. Thank you, Glenn. Okay, mate. Good, Good luck. There he is, Glenn Munsey. And uh, he won't be with us for the Melbourne preview because he has to get to the races um, for uh, for Sky Thoroughbred Central. 